0: when i'm drunk i could dance to anything when you're at a club it's dark as fuck no one can see your feet unless if you turn the lights on you're gonna see i'm just fucking kicking i don't know what the fuck i'm doing
1: yo what's popping people welcome to odix It's your boy david picasso we in the building with yo i would call you swaggy people that name is already taken to somebody but your swag is on point so i want you to introduce yourself papa hey man thank you uh my name is santana bro that's the, but let's talk about your outfit man let's step into it though man break well, it down break well, it down
0: Well, first of all before we get into the outfit so it's santana right so in right. case i used to get drunk a lot so when i would get drunk and lost i would just be like oh santana and i'll have my phone number tatted on my chest too so like people would call shut me shut up yeah
1: i was like bro <laughs> what the fuck i'm like why would you do that and then i started looking at it to see if he had the actual tattoo still no no, no. got you got a you. lot
0: of people ask so like what, what do you get your last name for because my last name i try to use it as my first name my first name is jesus okay and i feel like i don't live up to the expectation of the name yeah, so yeah. Like, oh, you know santana plus it sounds less uh mexican
1: you know and i think santana there's an artist the, the guitar guy right or am i tripping yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 so like it, it sounds pretty hard bro that goes with you definitely goes yeah with you. thank you so you mentioned tattoos I'm how many tattoos you got
0: oh i have a lot like i don't know i would say over 100 for sure
1: i have my arms my chest my leg my back and my ribs how did you get into tattooing like what's the thing behind it
0: i mean okay so i was a rebel as a kid so my parents were super strict okay you know in a hispanic culture it's like you know church on sundays you know you can't do certain stuff you can't cuss so the family was super super strict and i had to follow those orders and you know the rules and whatnot for the household and whatnot so my 18th Birthday, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do something to get back at my mom. I grew up as a rebel, so okay. I never really listened to the rules or anything like that. Right, right. And then the first tattoo I got was my back, which was the uh, first. Yeah, and Shit. it was like huge. So it was like from like shoulder to like down to like almost to like the butt cheek. Right. And they're angel wings, right? So I was working out in the garage and my mom was like what is that and i'm like oh it's just you know like a little art thing that my cousin drew on my back because back then our cousins used to draw on each other right okay and then for like two years she never asked for it again and then it wasn't up until the second tattoo which is like the last name santana yeah. right and my mom's like what is that i was like oh i just got a permanent marker you know i'm gonna get a tattoo one day and she's like uh, come here i'm like oh fuck, she's gonna see it she's gonna see it and then she's like let me see it and then i was working out again that that same day and she was like she was trying to touch. I'm like, look, look. It was fresh. So you know, like when it was, it's, it's yeah, peeling, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. peeling. I'm like, look, rub. It. It's just pink And then she's like rubbing it. I'm like, like oh, like trying to show God. it. And like a chunk of like the scab came off. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. And she really thought it was printed and marker. And then a month later, she's like, "It's a fucking tattoo." Boom, con la chancla. I was like, oh, "No,
1: no fuck. way!" And That's then she kicked me out. Oh, because yeah. of that? Yeah. Oh, you definitely. But in a straight I family.
0: mean, I mean, I want to get out anyways. I moved out because I wanted to. Okay. Um, I just utilized her excuse. Right. I was like, "All right, this
1: is my opportunity. Just go." What age is this? I'm 19. 19 so 19 you move out yeah that's crazy 19
0: dude. going on 20
1: and where do you go bro like you're 19 years old you know what i
0: rented a room in uh myrna valley okay by riverside area it was just a room i don't know how i got to that room i don't even know how i was renting because i'm 31 right now so like right. 19 is like years ago right right, right. Uh, but i remember working three jobs just so i could make that rent for that room what jobs were you working at the time i was working at portillo's hot dogs. if anybody knows what portillo's is shout out and then i was working at jack in box for like a cool minute and then at t-mobile
1: Wow. Yeah. Okay, and that's just to pay for one room. Yeah, one room and one car. Okay, you definitely live in California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you have the car before you moved out? Yeah, I had okay, the car good, before I moved out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if not, I would have been fucked. Yeah, for sure, bro. Yeah, yeah that would have been a little difficult. So, since we're talking about you kind of growing up with a strict family, where are you from originally? Like, where where were you born? Where kind of yeah. were you raised? So, I was born in Downey, okay. and then I
0: actually, at the age of one, my parents took us all of us, or me and my siblings, to um. Paris. Paris is by like uh, I I guess Marina Valley as well. Okay. R- riverside. It's very hidden, so a lot of people don't know what pa- where Paris is at. So I grew up there for about like pretty much all my childhood.
1: Okay. How was it growing up there? Cause it's a little isolated, at least from right. I yeah. Think. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. You know
0: what? Growing up, it's pretty dope. There was a lot of land, so we grew up with horses, chickens, goats, and we had quads because we had such a big old land that we would use the quads in the back. That's so cool. I remember riding the quads or the bikes. And then going all the way down to the backyard, just so we could feed the the chickens, and then going all the way back. Oh, so the that house. was
1: part of like the family, like you had to do that. that yeah, was your short. So yeah. it was
0: mowing the lawn, watering the plants, uh, feeding the chickens, all uh, you know, that stuff.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. And so you grew up like until age, you know, eighteen in, yeah. in that kind of environment.
0: Yeah, I mean, as times go by, like it kind of evolved. So it started becoming more of a city. But the area that my parents are it used to be like beautiful, just land. Gotcha. And now it's like full of trailer homes and like drug dealers. And all that stuff. For people that I just got out of jail, gotcha. So I'm trying to really work hard so I could like get my parents out of there.
1: That makes it's sense. Not, it's yeah. not the same as it used to be, basically. Nah, not at all. Things do evolve. So okay, so you grew up around there, and at what point do you feel you got into like fashion?
0: I would say all throughout my middle school, high school.
1: How? Because you're you're in an area that fashion is not a priority. I mean, you're not right. like in LA. You know, where everybody's trying to look good over right. there. It's not. I would believe it's not. It's not about that. It's maybe nah. about the quad and the backyard. It's about
0: who has the best horse right the, the Ex- best goats and
1: whatnot right and, exactly so how, how did that you know what transpire a, a
0: lot of it was through magazines so i forget the hispanic magazine that my mom would have but i would always see colors patterns and and like just lines and everything like i would see all that i'm like cool like i like how that fits with this or i like the color matching with this and then it wasn't until like towards eighth grade of middle school when my mom started letting me pick my own clothes okay because my mom would pick my clothes i'm like what the, what the fuck is this and i would get bullied already as it is right. so here i I am this very flamboyant you know kid that's uh, obviously i came out at the age of 10 11 or 12 and here i am dressed shitty because my mom is right. dressing me right and so finally i started picking my clothes and uh i got nominated for best dressed and then so my dad was just like which my dad's like my best friend okay. so my dad was like hey man you got some style you know that's that's good so first started with like the baquero boots and like the bun and the suits because that's how it is over there in paris yeah, like yeah, it was, of course. it's very uh very cultural in terms of like within the hispanic culture so you had the horses you had the boots you have the the banda like every weekend out there and then from there you know the band started rolling in and then the overalls and all that stuff and my dad was like yeah i really like your style and then high school came in and i was like nah you know what like i'm been bullied all through like elementary middle school like high school it has to change like i had to do something you know right, right um and then i just upped my game with fashion you know Jordans came to play and my mom's like what are jordans and why are they two three hundred dollars i'm yeah. like oh mom you know if you don't know it's okay you know and my dad was just like you know what i understand that you like fashion and style but two hundred dollars for shoes what the so that's why I was like, you know, at the age of 60, I'm a hustle. So right. my first job was jack-in-the-box okay. part-time.
1: Got you, yeah. got you. And yeah. that's how you were able to bankroll what you wanted to buy, right? Yeah. Like clothes-wise, shoe-wise, yeah. right? I know you leave your house, you go rent that room. I'm sure there was a lot of growth that happened during that time because you're leaving your house, right? Yeah. So what was your thinking process? What was your situation during that time?
0: So I was trying to make ends meet just because I'm the type that I want to do everything alone. Okay. So the car, I got it under my own name. And it was my first car. I didn't have any credit. So my interest was like up there. So like a car that should have been 300 was like 680 almost $700 a month. And then I had my rent that was like maybe 400 or 500 And then obviously the food and all that stuff. Right. So yeah, I took three jobs, man. You know, yeah. Jack in the Box was one of them. And then in between Jack in the Box, I had, oh, now that I'm thinking about it, i also had ross i was working at the the warehouse for like a cool six months and then from there portellos hot dogs and then t-mobile at what point school comes into play because i know you went to school right yeah i went to school for a little bit but school wasn't for me at first okay like i went to rcc and riverside college i was just like this ain't for me that this is too slow like i need something faster i need to graduate you know okay and then i went to Everest college which i mean well actually if you guys don't know what Everest college is it used to be like a trade school back in the day so like all the these like younger kids aren't even gonna know what it is right so i graduated after eight months and i told myself okay this is not good enough like i need something else so i got my license and then that's when i went to school for Ashford university but this was until like up like later later um, on okay, yeah got you t was like hey man if you so come full-time we're gonna pay for your school and i was like fuck all right cool and i left everything else i risked Going to T full time because I started seeing people going like on vacation, they're working right. for T like, How the hell are you guys doing all this off right. of like a cell phone place? And right. Then, uh, I just went with the wave and I don't regret it one bit.
1: So they literally
0: pay for school? Yeah, everything.
1: Yeah. Everything, everything. Yeah. That's so cool. Now, did you have to major on something that apply to like their company? No, nah,
0: no, nah, you could do whatever you want. Like, what? you could, yeah. I graduated
1: within the business leadership
0: program okay. for Ashford University. And then I wanted to go back to school for kinesiology. Okay. But I was like, you know what? I gotta it. So
1: I'm too much got you got you got you
0: that's cool man i didn't know shout out to timo yeah i didn't know that i mean whoever wants to apply i highly recommend it
1: so they're still got that program going on yeah even for
0: part-timers now Where back then it wasn't available for
1: part-timers when i was a part-timer right right right. that's cool that's cool all right so you're living in this room at what point do you move from there
0: so i was 21 and me and the main person that that owned the house got into it. it it was just very hostile And the guy that actually owned the house was gay. And I mean, I'm gay as as well. Okay. And he was like in his 40s. I was in my early 20s. And every single time he was trying to make a move. I was like, man, I'm tired of this shit. Make a move on you? Yeah. Oh, shit shit so i was like i gotta figure something out i gotta get out of here and i can't go back home okay you know okay. so what i did was i ended up finding another like an apartment but by that time i got promoted at t-mobile okay and i started doing my math i'm like all right cool i think i could get the apartment and then so i moved out at the age of 21 i gave him a, a, a check i like, this is the final payment I'm out of here. He goes, all right, blah, blah, blah. I find out that he actually stole some of my stuff while I was in the process of moving out. So I immediately called the bank. I'm like, hey, man, put a stop on that check. And then it was just a big old mess. And I used that check and I used it as a down payment for the apartment.
1: Right. And that was the end of that damn bro yeah well i'm glad you got out yeah that's yeah that's a lot of drama for being your landlord yeah that's crazy so you get your apartment yeah that changes things by the way right because yeah. privacy changes right yeah,
0: you can walk around naked you don't have you could cook naked yeah. i was doing all that shit and it felt good
1: <laughs> and you can invite whoever you want you know exactly. what i'm saying like yeah. you can make noise or whatever it may be how was that man tell me about that experience
0: it was cool it was cool so i mean again like i grew up like very rebel okay. so going from a rebel personality and lifestyle to like okay i'm being more responsible and whatnot it felt good and then i started taking on my sister like i had her move in with me and then i was kind of taking care of her for a little bit okay in terms of a relationship because we didn't have that strong relationship growing up and then from there my ex had moved in and then he lost his job so i went one point, I was taking care of him, the rent, the car, the yeah. insurance, utilities. But to me, that was a proud moment. Because if you had asked me years ago if I was able to do something like that, I wouldn't have believed it. I was like, what the hell? But, I mean, again, all thanks to, like, T-Mobile and, like, having the mentality of, like, I can't lose, I can't fail. Right, you know? right, right. It helped a lot.
1: That made you a responsible individual, though. Yeah. How was it the first time where you're like, okay, like, you got your own apartment. Uh-huh. So now you got to pay for electricity or water, I'm assuming, those Everything. kind of it, Right? Yeah. How did you go about, like, did you calendar that shit in? Or was it more like, you know, when the bill comes, we'll figure it out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I moved out. So my parents at a young age, that development started early. So I kind of knew, like, I should be planning. But I was like, you know what? I still want to live that lifestyle. Like, just fuck it. Like, let me go out and buy shirts, shoes, whatever the case is. And, yeah, if the mortgage or the, the, what's it called? The rent. rent Yeah, you got mortgage now. That's what you're (laughs) using. i not using that word. (laughs) If the rent came in and money was in there, then cool. You know, if it wasn't in there, then, you know, they're going to have to wait till next paycheck. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Cool
1: cool. Now you mentioned an ex, right? Right. Were you in the relationship when he moved in? Or was yeah. it okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. okay.
0: I mean, I had a lot of exes, so okay. yeah. So he was my first relationship that was very serious and he moved in. It was actually a beautiful experience. That was my first as a gay individual. Like you really don't think you're gonna have that
1: lifestyle. Can we talk about that experience as far as being gay? Yeah. Is, is that is that cool? Yeah. Did you come out at a young age? You knew that was your persona or yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I came out at the age of of, oh, in sixth grade.
0: Okay. And then I came out again in eighth grade. Why do you say again? Why, why again? What does that mean? Because like I came out to my parents and my mom was like, nah. Oh, nah. I see what so, you're saying. No, I don't believe it. Okay. And then I came out again in eighth grade. And then I came out again in high school, but I came out as bi. Okay. So in case if my parents didn't accept it, then I could be like, No, nah, I'm just kidding, I'm straight. Okay, you know? gotcha. My mom didn't accept it. My dad was more of like, Hey, you're my son, you know? Like
1: That's so dope.
0: you're 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 still my son. We're gonna do whatever together still. So he my parents aren't together. Okay. So he would tell me about his stories when he was younger, like trying to date. He's like, I don't care if you're gay or not, like you you still have to open the door for your boyfriend, you still have to That's bring him so roses dope. and you know, like <laughs> (laughs) you got to make sure you're respectful because if you're not respectful then you know shit's gonna hit the fan and then when i was 21 we would go bar hopping in hollywood and for a minute i was getting a little bit jealous because everybody was hitting on my dad i'm like what the dude come on man and then people were like no your dad's really fucking hot i was like uh God, I'm a daddy. We can't go out no more. Yeah, yeah. This so, is dead. This yeah. is not working out for me. I was jealous. And I did tell him <laughs> recently, I, I'm like, you know what? I was, I was a little bit jealous when we would go out because you would always get hit on. And my dad didn't never care. He would what? take free drinks and he's like, I'm not gay. I'm his dad. Oh, and then shit. I was like, all right, cool. I got my free drink, but I st- I'm still kind of jealous. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's not working uh, out. It's not working but, out.
1: That's yeah. cool, though. Okay. It seems like your dad accepted me from day one. Yeah. Even though it wasn't like a conversation to have, it just seems like, yeah, he's cool. you my son. When do you think your, your mom came around for that?
0: Dang. That wasn't up until, like, four years ago.
1: Okay, cool. Four years ago,
0: I had a really bad breakup, and it destroyed me. I've never had a breakup like that ever. I was never in love the way that I was with this guy. Okay. And, yeah, it destroyed me physically, emotionally, like, everything. Financially, too. I got into debt because of him. At the time, he was, like, 33. Okay. And I was, like, in my early 20s. You were young. It's just like, bro, like you have kids, you're a grown ass man. And, you know, you're doing all this shit. Like, come on, man. Like the mentality was switched. He, he was the older one, but yet thought he was the younger one. Gotcha. And then finally, um, I lost everything. My apartment, my car. I let that shit get repoed. And I went back to my mom and she opened the door and I just had my luggage. She started crying and then I started crying and then she just hugged me. and She laid me on her lap and she's like, you know what? You shouldn't be going through this. Like, I don't care. Like if you're gay or if he did that to you, like, right, we're going to figure this out Together, and then that was the moment I knew. Okay, cool. She's uh, dang man, I'm getting emotional. She's accepting me for 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 me. That was a beautiful experience. So for anybody that's out there that's gay. It takes time, but it's going to eventually work out on its own.
1: I love that message, by the yeah. way. It's crazy to think that sometimes real serious shit has to happen to you to have a breakthrough on anything. And by yeah. the way, we're talking about relationship-wise, but this could apply in business, career, yeah. you know, yeah. anything, bro. You know what I'm saying? An yeah. athlete, you know what I mean? You got to go through a bad injury just to figure out like, you know, how talented yep. you are or whatever it may be. I just heard somebody, and we're going to step into this a little bit. I watch basketball. I'm like a basketball addict. His name is Kenny Smith, I want to say. He was talking about, he's all like, yo, everybody's really really... really sad about COVID, and I think me and you can agree COVID fucked everything up in a sense. This year has been really tough, losing Nipsey, Kobe Bryant, that kind of thing, right? but he was talking about but it allowed me to appreciate my family so much more because when COVID first hit he said i was actually for the first time in a very long time i was close to my daughters my family yeah so he's talking about the positive things so that's what i mean like sometimes out of very dark situations a bright light shines on you and you figure things out. yeah that's true and that's
0: how it was with my scenario and i think it it sounds like it hit you as well in that aspect
1: yeah i had a bad bro same fucking scenario Mm -hmm. i had a bad breakup and i ran to my mom i remember like at the time she was running the room so i had a i kind of I you know call her hey can I come over Like I was the one that had the apartment she's like yeah yeah come over and she told me the same thing bro and I think that that was just very dope when your parents because I think your parents are something special you know yeah I think when your parents just say those words bro they mean it but what I'm saying is like those words are enough for you to like be like all right we yeah. got it. We got yeah. it. Like, it could be in the worst situation. And we got it. So, yeah, that's, I definitely identify myself then, like,
0: that. when they say it, you feel so secure about it, too. Right. Like, I mean, your leg could be bent by shark right. and your mom <laughs> could tell you, you're going to be fine and you're going to believe it. Like, for some odd reason, it, it's comforting to know that you're going to be fine, although, although you're not going to be fine because your leg yeah, is missing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're
1: about to get 10 surgeries just to repair that shit. Yeah. Yes, yeah, facts. Big, big time. So, cool. So, you, you had that situation. So, I think the bond definitely got stronger between yeah. your mother from there on, right? Yeah. You bounce back though.
0: Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. I went at life twice as hard, and then I started getting to like a little bit of the styling with like quinceaneras okay. and, and, and all that stuff, a little bit more from there
1: at this point you're still working let's call it corporate job right you're still right right, you're still doing that and so was that the motivation where you're like okay i'm gonna get heavy into styling or that was just a spark of like okay let's start doing the quinceanera thing like you said
0: no it was more of like we had a conversation prior where you said you gotta keep busy right Right. if not you get depressed right that's how i am okay so i'm like i gotta find something to like try to like maneuver through this horrible feeling and then fashion came into play again okay and then t-mobile but in that moment i had to like identify myself i'm like what do i really want you know like Do I want to do something in the industry or something within corporate? So I told myself, before I do that, I'm going to have a relationship with God first. I got to figure something out first. Okay. So I broke into my savings and I started traveling. I started going to church. I met random people to get inspired by them. And when I came back, I was like, okay, I think fashion is it. Fashion and I'm sorry, T-Mobile, at this moment, I'm going to put our relationship on hold and then huh. just focus on styling. I failed okay. a couple of times, but I started doing quinceaneras here and there like dressing up people and then teaching dance and stuff because I love dancing. Right. So I used to make up that. I was like, yeah, I'm a professional dancer. Like, oh, okay, cool. How much? I'm like, oh, you know, 500, you know, whatever you guys can. <laughs> <So> I was a <laughs> like hustler, man. I was like, I got
1: to make something up, you know? Yeah, yeah. What type of dance do you do? What, what's your dancing?
0: Honestly, I love dancing. I'm not a professional dancer. No, 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 but so, you know, yeah, um, yeah. Everything from like early 80s, late 90s, early 90s, you know, the whole old school hip-hop R&B you know okay, like all gotcha. that stuff. the new stuff is more of like one dance you could do it with every genre okay like gotcha. nowadays gotcha but, gotcha but but like the older
1: you, stuff you dance salsa or anything like that
0: you know what when I'm drunk I could dance to anything so <laughs> who,
1: who can though that's really and then good. And, and the cool
0: thing about it I'm not sure if you guys experienced it too when you're at a club it's dark as fuck no one can see your feet as yeah. long as you're moving your hip, people are gonna think like okay he's dancing good and I unless you turn the lights on you're gonna see I'm just fucking kicking I don't know what the fuck I'm doing <laughs> <laughs> so
1: yeah salsa salsa is a little more difficult but for sure all right yeah. cool all right so you get into doing quinceañas you figure out different hustles just to kind of keep up flow. what point do you feel it started developing more and like yo this is just kind of like what i want to do period forget like t-mobile or any other job this is it this yeah. is what i want to do
0: it was actually this year okay this year so i've been doing again that on the side for a while and then i was dating this individual that was a stylist for a huge designer and he kind of inspired me a little bit you okay. know like watching him like Put shit together. I'm like, fuck, I miss doing that. You know? It wasn't until like our breakup that I utilized some of his negative words okay towards like i'm gonna do it so what i did was i bit a little bit of his style with my style and then i love the the mexican culture right so i incorporated a lot of like chicano stuff yeah. you know so that's what you know i get inspired by now how you know? would
1: you describe your current outfit like how would you describe because i do feel it has some chicano behind it it does
0: i think it's more of the, the overalls and bro
1: where can someone get those overalls is this like custom made
0: uh, you know what I got them they're actually funny they, It's uh, I couldn't find them anywhere and I know how to s- stitch and sew okay. so I was going to make it into my own but I was like I, I don't want to go through all that process all right. so I went on this what do they call it cosplay Cos- cosplay I where people no. dress up as characters and then go to this like
1: oh men- okay got you got you yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: so I found one from um the movie Alanis okay the Disney movie got you. you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah
1: yeah. yeah and then this guy had these
0: je- uh, these pants I was like oh that's the style I'm looking for and it's from a Disney movie I'm like Fuck it, no one's gonna know yeah so,
1: I would never know
0: I bought them for 10 bucks on Amazon and then I started wearing them people were like dude I like your style I'm like it's just you know a Disney outfit kind of you That's know, crazy. That I made into
1: like a Chicano type of like... Yeah, yeah, and then throwing the hat, it looks pretty pretty yeah. dope. I know you mentioned to me, you know, off camera, that you're currently working for somebody, right? Right. Which, yeah, who is this person, if we can So,
0: I met this individual, he actually reached out to me and he's like, Hey, you know, I like your vibe, I like your body empowerment projects and whatnot. And then I was wondering if you wanted to be in my music video. I was like, this is weird. Like, normally, like, I've done music videos in the past and it doesn't go like that. It's never the, the artist... That reaches out to you, right? And then um I'm like, all right, cool, I'll play by air. And sure enough, he flew me out there, and we had such an amazing connection with him, the entire team, and everything. His name's Andrea Moss. So he is a Swedish artist, he raps, sings, phenomenal. He's the most humble like person you'll ever meet. He takes care of his entire team as well, like the photographers, like the whole crew. And then so I came home and then he messaged me, and then he was just like, Man, like I really dig like your style, like I like your style a lot. And he made a joke referencing for me to be his personal stylist i'm like ah you know it's just a joke and then next thing you know he was like hey i'm flying to New uh la i need a stylist and i want you to be my stylist for this upcoming photo shoot and i was like all right
1: cool you know like i'll
0: give it a shot you know so it lit that fire under my ass i'm like fuck like this is my moment to shine you know right so i got the deck i started incorporating everything i learned from my friends that work in the industry and i sent it over to him in the creative department and that stuff and then they liked it they like the approach it was like an 80s vibe colorful okay. and a lot of it I used like Jay Balvin's inspiration whoever's the stylist that Jay Balvin uses like amazing so yeah. I incorporated a little bit of Jay Balvin Maluma Bad Bunny and then what I did was I added a little like taste of Chicano to yeah. it to everything that I did in that photo shoot and people were blown away and he loved it and next thing you know I'm his personal stylist now how cool is that bro yeah
1: that's so, so sick
0: bro it's crazy like this little kid that grew up not knowing a lick of English to up until he was thirteen now is like living his dream a little bit, you know. Bro, do you believe in a law of attraction? You know what? I've read a lot into it. I believe it, but then I don't. I, I don't know. What about you? Like, what? No, when-
1: I, I definitely. I'm a big believer. I and in a sense of just because I feel like I've experienced that. So what I mean, like, you know, when you think of like, and it could be, bro, you could have thought this as a kid. You just might not remember. But thinking of it like, yo, I want to be a stylist, as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Some people, I feel like, it comes with time. Some, it just comes overnight. It just depends. Like, you know, we're gonna talk about Bad Bunny for a minute here. His career took off in two years. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but like, you look at Jay Z and it took him like ten years. Or, yeah. or you look at Pitbull. It took him like up to 35 years. Or know? what's her name, Car- Carol G too? You know, like it takes, him. so it just depends. But I feel like if you, you know, for the people that are listening, whether they're inspiring to be an artist, like Bad Bunny, whatever it may be, I feel like sometimes it just comes with time, you know? So yeah, yeah so I do believe in a sense of like, if you're really pursuing it, it's gonna happen. Yeah. Just a matter of time.
0: And then it's what you put out to the universe too. Fact. If you want something, you just put it out there, man. Who cares? Yeah. And that's what I did. There was a full moon last week and the beginning of the year also. And so what i did i got a paper and i wrote five things i want to accomplish this year okay and given the fact that there is this whole pandemic yes. i'm like i'm not gonna let it ruin. like there has to be a positive to this negative yes so i wrote down the five things and the number one was surround yourself with positive people and what i did was i eliminated everybody that did not contribute to my life in a positive note and my circle of friends went from like maybe 30 20 so like three and i live way better and then the other one was becoming a stylist i'm like i don't know how i'm gonna do it but i'm gonna push it i'm gonna you know make sure i come out and i succeed and i told my mom and my, i don't think my mom fully understands what the hell is it that i do right right right. and she was oh that's nice you just dress. me oh yeah yeah <laughs> so I'm like, oh, god, mom it's more than just that facts so, facts but it's whatever you put out there man
1: i agree if you put bad energy bad energy comes your yeah. way so yeah, yeah you, what you feed is is, is huge talk about social media for a second here bro so how did you start growing your social media what point did you know what year did you join like instagram as an example yeah
0: damn i've had instagram since instagram first
1: launched okay
0: the opportunity didn't really open up for me in terms of social media the way that it did up until i met joey okay uh, jose aguilar he's actually an amazing photographer he's very well known in the lgbt community okay. he took a chance with me he's like hey man like i want you to model for a magazine and i was like all right cool i didn't believe it i know in the first message he asked me again i ignored him the second time the third time
1: opportunities are knocking on the door this was just like (laughs) i mean it's crazy like i was a little bit heavier set (laughs) oh we need to talk about that too but go ahead go ahead yeah so i was a little bit heavier
0: set. i'm just like there's no way because i used to go for like auditions for like acting and stuff and my feedback was like you're too commercial or you're too theatric whatever the case was yeah So I'm like, so what the fuck is it? Like, am I, I I can't be in between, you know? Like, so if my acting doesn't work, let me try modeling. I don't know why the fuck I could do modeling. That was chunkier. And the feedback was like, mm lose a little bit more weight or you need to be taller i'm just like yeah and then he asked me i'm like all right cool the third time fuck it i'll do it and then from there people just started following me and i'm like all right cool
1: and for there how many years how many months when, when are we talking about what do you mean like what yeah when did this happen this breakthrough that are talking about
0: oh that happened like at the age of like 23
1: okay so you go from like a few hundred followers to uh, to, to like
0: a thousand over a thousand at the time having over a thousand followers was like the new like 30 40 50 right, whatever right and i'm like all right cool this is dope you know i'm not used to the attention and then i started losing the weight i started getting the six-pack because i mean obviously if you're living in california it's almost impossible to hit rent because it's so high right so the only thing you could afford is tuna right and you're losing weight and you're getting a six-pack because that's all you could eat you know right and then i gained back the weight and i had this friend which i consider her my mentor now we were talking for a little bit she disappeared and I'm like, all right, cool. I must have said something wrong. And then fast forward almost a year later, I see her on America's Next Top Model as uh, like a plus
1: size. Plus size model. Yeah, plus That's size it.
0: model. I'm like, what the f-? that's crazy you know and she got out and like after the show she became my mentor she had a project out in new york the body empowerment project i incorporated that with her blessings over to here in socal and it helped me open up opportunities you know and using my platform to empower people to be confident in their skin and really represent inclusivity so like people of all ages sizes shape colors whether you're straight gay transgender or like if you're suffering from any kind of disabilities everyone's welcome in that project and I started doing that for about three years and I met some awesome people like, I met, like, a lot of
1: people that I wouldn't have thought I would meet. Can we mention a few of them? Yeah. Like- uh, so
0: one of them, briefly, was Tyra. The way that she is in TV, that's her personality in person, like, fucking dope, crazy, like, ah, uh, you know? I met, well, Cristiano from America's okay. Next Top Model. Right. There's also, who else? A few models that I never really got their names, or, like, I never, honestly, because, ne- to me, I didn't know that industry yet. Right, 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 right. And there's some Victoria's Secret models that I kind of met backstage at one point, and they were so chill. Like, they come off as, like, i don't want to say petty but like you know like oh don't talk to me but no they're super chill very like, nice a people. lot of people say oh i don't like the industry because it's so like this and this and this i've never had nothing but good experiences
1: you didn't have that experience yeah. with you got you now obviously going back to social media you're growing your following what do you think worked the most as far as being consistent and continue to grow your following like what what is it that you feel you do right as an example
0: i'm very open very transparent you know i talk a lot all about the body positivity stuff mental illness awareness people that suffer from either, like, depression or anxiety because I suffer from depression and anxiety. But I gave up on the medication, so now, like, I'm preaching more of, like, a healthy mind is a healthy balance. Learning the difference between staying healthy and being proactive with endorsing yourself. You don't need anybody to, like, give you that stamp of approval. Okay. just like being yourself and then i don't know like i'm fucking weird on social media like how are you weird like I,
1: you know i, I feel I like i
0: kind of toned it down a little bit just because like i'm trying to rebrand myself but prior to the like fuck like the stupid ass jokes that i do on there people like are just like what the <laughs> hell like i'm randomly just like screaming at my like my mom like okay. just trying to scare her or like i just like i love acting so Like, making weird-ass noises, like, to, like, talking to random strangers, and they're they're cool with being on my social media, so, I I don't know, there's more to it, but, yeah. Do you post constantly? Yeah, I try to now, just because I feel like that's helping out with the engagement of the social media and then on my instagram it gives you like the analytics i think is that how you say it yeah analytics and it gives you like the breakdown like you should post this time you should do this and blah blah blah. so that's
1: what's up brands have brands reached out to you or you know i
0: had a few but one that i want to really appreciate and give a shout out to is uh yo cisco is an underwear male brand actually when i was looking for an underwear company to represent for my body empowerment projects no one i'm not even going to mention this the brand's name but i got a nasty email from the specific brand where they were pretty much saying that they don't want to promote obesity. Oh, like, uh, what I'm sorry. Obesity. Oh okay, got you. Yeah, or obese people, and I'm just yeah. like, what the hell? Like that's not what project's about. Yo, Cisco was like, oh no, we could do it. Like we we want to help you embrace inclusivity and diversity.
1: Got you. Gotcha, and
0: gotcha. yeah, that's when like our partnership grew. Right now, I feel so bad because I'm an ambassador for Yo Cisco, so I'm sorry, Cisco, if you're listening to this, I'm not really promoting your guys's stuff. I just have a lot on my plate. I'm trying to focus on me. I'm trying to focus on getting to where I want to be as a stylist, so I could make that money, so I could take care of my parents. So they never have to work again that's my ultimate goal
1: that's your ultimate goal i want
0: to take care of them where they have everything in their hand like i I don't want them to ever work or lift a finger like i even offer them to stay at my house i'll pay for the mortgage and i'll just live somewhere else like i'll rent a room
1: yeah yeah yeah.
0: and they were about to sell the house and they're about to do it but they felt bad and i don't know why they didn't do it but that's my ultimate goal
1: yeah well i'm sure they want the best for you so it's kind of you know they're probably yeah but that's an amazing goal though that's that's a really good goal of course bro it's difficult enough to take care of yourself true financially You know what I mean? Whatever it may be. Cell phone payment bills, whatever it may be. So, let's talk about clothes for a minute. How do you go about buying your clothes, bro?
0: Okay, so, I'm very cheap. I'm fucking cheap. Okay. So, thrift stores, my number one go-to.
1: Like, any store in particular? Or, like... A lot of people like to go to Buffalo Exchange,
0: but that, to me, is still bougie. Okay. You will find the nice, authentic stuff and, like, the real... Thrift stores. Okay. Uh, there's like the mom and pops ones. There's like, like Salvation Army. Uh, a lot of my clothes that I put on my Instagram is from thrift stores. That's uh, thrift so store, dope,
1: yeah. bro. Because most people would look at your Instagram and be like, "No, nah, this this dude is gucci or something like that."
0: Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I was I have my Louis Vuitton, you know, yeah, yeah. or like yeah. a little my my Gucci little sandals. But other than that, like a lot of it comes from the thrift stores. Also, like Sears. I don't know if you if you knew this, but Kohl's also you could stack coupons on coupons.
1: So I personally didn't know. So you're you putting up like information out here yeah. that I'm learning. Yeah. So you guys could
0: get a fifty dollar shirt for like five dollars. What? Yeah. And then you could just say, Hey, this shirt's stained and then they'll give you a discount too. So I'm cheap. Okay. So like it it's yeah, it varies too. Sometimes like I like the high end stuff and then but I like mixing in the lower stuff, I guess okay i don't know what the term will be
1: gotcha 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 so let's just say you can go back in time right mm-hmm. say so you can go back to when you were like 17 18 whatever what type of advice would you give yourself
0: damn damn man you would hit me with them. what the you, <laughs> Is there no you were not ready <laughs> no not ready. <laughs> i was not Damn, that's hard I would tell myself, my younger self, you know, just be patient. You're different, man. You're gonna grow up, you know, with a lot of shit. You're a lot of responsibilities. You're gonna grow quick. You're gonna have to grow up quick. Just take your time you're different man that's what i'm gonna say you know like society's not gonna accept what the different term is okay you know like the whole you know being out of the closet being flamboyant being who you are and being labeled as like the faggot the fag you know the homo i would tell myself you're not gonna have friends but it's, it's cool like over time you're gonna start developing all this stuff you're gonna learn you're gonna self-develop and self-grow so just take your time and just admire yourself learn to love yourself first, because at the end of the day, you're gonna have the platform to utilize and start empowering everybody else around you in terms of self-confidence self-care and uh
1: self-love that's a that's a huge huge message you know i already told you i love your style bro so give me or give the people some insight if they wanted to step into that career or if that's what they're thinking on doing what are some like gems you can give them like okay this is yeah yeah like this is what you can do this is how you reach out to people this is you know whatever advice you have um
0: all right so first i would ask yourselves like is this something that you really want to do because it's going to take time and just like you said like with everything that you do in life like you just put it out there and it could take somebody like a year two years three years it took me what eight ten years just to be where I'm at now I would start creating partnerships with people that are within that that industry you know and surround yourself with people that are going to easily influence you to do better and once you get to that stage then you can start building the relationship with the people like okay do, do you guys need an assistant like i'm you know i'm doing this i have no background or i do have background or i went to school for it can i be your apprentice can i be your assistant you know can i shadow you for a week so learning to commit to that and knowing the fact that there's no pay But there's gonna be knowledge around it versus money so you're gonna have to accept that and then from there like i mean the rest is gonna come natural you know like start partnering up with those people like learn how to do decks learn how to match colors and really quick
1: bro what the hell are decks i don't know i don't even know what so
0: decks are so let's say if you are the creative director of i don't know this photo shoot right a deck is pretty much where you get something like a formula of what the photo shoot is going to look like in terms of the outfits and the fashion behind it all. And you want to be able to reference stuff to it. So like, let's say you want to do a nineties vibe. I'm not just going to throw outfits. I'm like, here it is, you know? Like I have three different layers of, or three different shots in view, okay. so like, And I'm going to say, okay, this got inspired because, you know, Nick Jonas wore this in his music video. And if he matches this with this, it's going to be almost resembling the same thing. And that's what's in it right now. Gotcha. Or like tight eyes are in right now. So we're going to be collaborating with this and this and this, or, you know, like trying to close the gap in this or whatever the case is. Got so it. once you create that deck, that deck also has the time and the influences of where you got what it's like painting a story to what the photo shoot is going to look like in your eyes or what the creative director is telling you
1: that he wants and then you just submit it that's crazy that's yeah. it sounds like a lot of work though
0: yeah uh, i mean it's do it's you okay. do
1: you shop for the clothes yeah for somebody that doesn't know like myself how do you shop do you use your own money or do you use their budget or how does that work
0: it, it works both ways so depending on what the shoe is going to be like sometimes the label company is going to give them a budget to give to you and then you use that budget and then you start buying all the stuff okay and then at the end like you even have a higher chance of keeping the clothes or the money and you get paid
1: on top oh, of that wow that's amazing
0: or in some situations they're gonna be like okay we need this and this and this and it's due tomorrow we need the to clothes tomorrow <laughs> and the fitting by tomorrow cool then you get your own credit card you start buying all the stuff or you start building a relationship with like Vers- versace or gucci and then you're like hey i need this outfit you know you're gonna buy it from them pretty much like renting it yeah yeah, yeah. and then you return everything back okay so it's gotcha. so like borrowing and then cool Giving them
1: back That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. All right, man. We're coming to the end of the podcast. You want to give any shout outs? Just pretty
0: much, I want to give a shout out to Yo Cisco again. Uh, thank you for supporting my body empowerment projects at the beginning. Jose Aguilar for pretty much helping me with the photo shoots and uh, putting me on the magazine. Because of the magazine, it gave me an entire platform and all these followers. So yeah, shout out to those two. Shout out to my parents for accepting me for being gay and not throwing me out. For, facts, facts, facts. Know. And my dad too. Oh, and my sister. She's still a bitch, but you know, <laughs> oh, I, I shit. love her. That's going to be so drama happening. Our relationship
1: grew a lot stronger over the last year. That's what's up, man. Pretty much it. Well, I appreciate you coming through, man, and just kind of giving advice and just giving us some knowledge, insight on you, but also insight on, you know, where you're at today, how you made it, that kind of stuff. I know things don't come easy, bro, but yeah. love to hear, like, what happened two years from now, that kind of stuff. So I appreciate you coming through, man. No,
0: thanks for having me, man. For Thank sure, you. for sure. For
1: sure. Everybody that is watching, please subscribe to YouTube, follow us on Instagram. Until next time, we out. Peace.